Return is down before it yeah. flies away. How do I do that? No, it's the middle. Wrong one. one wrong one. Yeah. Obviously not. Oh no! <laughs> I think he turned it off. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. I don't think I'm quite familiar with that phrase. I'll explain. And I'll use small words so that you'll be sure to understand, you warthog-faced buffoon. Go ahead. Make my day. I make this look good. You are now listening to the Nothing But Real Reviews and More podcast. Now here's something we hope you'll really like. Thank you for listening, everybody. This is another edition of Nothing But Real Reviews and More. I am your host, Mike Lucas, and joining me today is Brent Fruget. Hi. And Aaron Kronikin. Hello. We got a great show for you guys. Uh, we're going to get into DVDs coming out this week, as well as movies going into theaters. I told you, you turned the fan off. <laughs> I got it. No, no I got it. turned it on And low. now you put it on high. Were there only two settings? I, I don't know. I don't... I'm not the fan operator. I'm a fan of hammers. <laughs> Hi, Carly. It's a fan of hammers. Yep. Anyway, uh, great show. DVDs, theaters, uh, movie news, as well as a review of Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, a listener request, as always on Mondays. Um, you know, before we get into DVDs and stuff, anything you guys want to say? Just hi. Okay. Brent said hi. What about you? Nope. Nothing. All right. Well, all right. I tried. <laughs> uh, all right. So... Movies coming to theaters this week. I'll go first, Brent. Sorry. You got it. All right. Uh, (coughs) Pete's Dragon. Uh, It's a movie. That's a movie. (laughs) It's a remake. (laughs) It's a remake of some crazy 70s movie. Yeah, see, I thought someone was going to chime in and say that a little earlier, but yeah, whatever works. Yeah, I'm just not interested. Yeah, me neither. Uh, Florence Foster Jenkins. It's a comedy biography. Yep, not interested. It's got Merle Streep, though. Hugh Grant. Huge rant. Huge rant. <laughs> and Simon Helberg, is that a big name? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Never heard of him. <laughs> All right. Sausage Party. Uh, that doesn't I'll, look I'll, Yeah, good. I'll see it on DVD, maybe. Uh, I might go to the theaters. I mean, it's, it seems like a lot of lowbrow comedy, which obviously my thing. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know. You think a rated R comedy called Sausage Party is lowbrow? <laughs> I mean. Seth Rogen. I guess I, I haven't seen it yet, so I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm sure it is. I know. Uh, but Seth Rogen, Kristen Wiig, Jonah Hill. Uh, a lot of names. Uh, a lot of SNL alum, aren't there? I think. Kristen Wiig. Yeah, but, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not going to click on it. That's All way right. too much work. Uh, and then <laughs> we got Hell or High Water. Which I will see. Yep. I was going to have you say something about this. Yeah. So uh, go ahead. What do you want me to say? Like, hey, I'll see that. Yeah. <laughs> that works. Okay. <laughs> hey, I'll see that. Cool, dude. <laughs> why? Uh, why? No, uh, because it looks like it, it's kind of a modern day Western type of movie with three great actors, even Whoa. though you think Ben Foster's just ben a, Foster like top is, of the class B actor. Yes. That's what he is. Okay. But he's perfect as a supporting character. He's okay. not the lead in this movie. You have Chris Pine. Which and, is awesome. Yep. Yeah. Like and the Chris Big Pine. Lebowski. So that's all you need to know. And the Big Lebowski. Yeah, the or dude. Jeff Bridges, whatever you want to call him. Oh, okay. Uh, his name was The Dude, <laughs> the by dude. the way. The Dude Abides. Yeah, I saw the uh, trailer for it, and I don't know how I feel, because like Ben Foster like is doing this like rednecky thing, and it's, it's just kind of throwing me off from what Ben Foster usually does. Well, considering... 
he plays along with Chris Pine, a redneck. Okay, that's probably a good good mm. way to go about acting. Mm. Wow. Mm. So mm. he really got into yeah. character for this movie. Huh. The more you know. I hate you guys. Uh, Operation Chromite. Never heard of it. Uh, it's it's a Liam Neeson movie though. Liam. Liam. Is it the really? Incomparable yeah, Liam dude. Neeson. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. This is the first time I've ever heard of it. Right. Um. Yeah. It's action drama history. A squad of soldiers fight in the Korean War's crucial battle of Incheon. In, Inche, I, I don't know. Anyways. Anthropo- <laughs> anthrop- anthropoid, maybe? It's a Jamie Dornan, Cillian Murphy movie. It's about Heim- Hin- Hitler and Heinrich Himmler. <laughs> Man, this is what is going on this time of year? Edge of Winter... Uh, don't even know if there are any recognizable names in that one. And Ghost Team. It's a John Heater movie. Oh, man. What's what's John Heater been up to these days? Uh, Ghost Team. Ghost wow. Team? Yeah. Wow. John Heater. Living it big. Yep. Living it big. All right. So, Brent. So Let's move on to movies coming to DVDs. Well, it doesn't look like there's much. And by that, I mean I see three movies. Um, We have Addicted to Fresno. Which I've never heard of. Nope. We have Fathers and Daughters, which has Russell Crowe. And then A Hologram for the King with Tom Hanks. That one I will probably see just because Tom Hanks is awesome. But the other two I probably will never see in my life. Yep. Agreed. Unless somebody somebody requests it. Unless one of our listeners (laughs) requests it. Speaking of which, you can do that just by commenting on any of our social media stuff. Uh, Social media is... Uh, Facebook.com slash nothing but real reviews and more and Twitter nothing real uh, so comment on there leave us a movie or send us an email at lethargicmedia at gmail.com which is how we got to rate lock stock and two smoking barrels look at these transitions yeah but we're not there we yet. weren't ready for well, it I'm just, yep. I'm just saying <laughs> right but that's, that's how we did get this movie all of our Monday shows in fact well 90% anyways the yeah. revenant and like it was yeah. anyway <laughs> anyway that was a weird circumstances yeah. uh okay so any movie news you guys have uh apparently suicide squad sucks so i will see it awful awful it didn't look awful. good in the preview so uh, they kind of they they went they had like three different marketing tones they switched from one to the other to another and right you kind of like, hey, that's kind of looks cool, and then whoa, let's back off the excitement a little bit, and then they tried to push it a little bit toward the end, and it looked like maybe, maybe they salvaged something. Yeah, and we all know how skeptical I am of superhero movies to begin with, and when I see well, a hang on DC, you mean any? Well, yeah, but I mean I'm not going to see superhero movies for the right. plot. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. I'm going I for guess. the explosions and Chris Evans and tight shirts. Whoa. <laughs> Okay. What the heck? Yeah, you know. <laughs> Which is why that's why DC movies get rated so low. I get it. Because Chris Evans not Chris in that Evans isn't sure. Right. Okay. okay. It's just Ben Affleck. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like Twenty six on Rotten Tomatoes is is aw- got to be worse than Batman v Superman, isn't <laughs> oh, it? Oh no. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Because that movie sucked. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was. Movie ba- I think that was last time we looked or when we rated. It was, it was right about the same thing, wasn't no, it? No, I thought it was like mid fifties. Oh, did it did it uh, gain some ground after I don't know. Um I mean it's been a while since we since we rated it and we rated it right after. Um so it might have opened higher. 
27. Ah, holy so it's one, it's one point worse than, uh, than Batman v Superman. So Suicide, Suicide Squad is worse than Batman v Superman. Uh, but the audience score on Suicide Squad is eight points higher at 73%. Yeah. From Anything with a audience. superhero. Is the audience, 65% right. of the audience <laughs> like Batman v Superman, and that was garbage. Yeah. That was such a turd sandwich. I haven't seen Suicide Squad yet, but there is a guy that I work with, and he said... Well, Will Smith was funny, but the rest of the movie seemed like it was a Michael Bay movie. So that does not give me uh, any hopes. Awesome. And a lot of the reviews are saying it starts well and then completely changes tone and you get same thing, the DC Pitfall, way too serious, way too it gets away from really? it. And they don't really, I guess, have a First of all, it's rated PG-13. Like you get a group of killers a group of villains that just right. don't do anything to anybody. A guy, one of the reviews said it was like watching GI Joe as a child when they're just like these two armies that can't hit anything and nobody dies and they're just knocking people out. And it's he said it just yeah. kind of loses a little bit from being rated PG thirteen, which I don't. And th- that's pretty obvious that it should have been rated R with right with that type of movie. Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad. Are you kidding me? That's it's in the title. Yeah, so I, yeah, I don't know. Um, was Batman v Superman rated R? Or was that just PG? That's PG thirteen. Um, the extend was the extended cut that I everybody's no trying idea. to say. Yeah, I it still no sucked. Idea. Yeah, regardless, not as rated R. <laughs> right, like a little more blood isn't going to save that yeah, movie. You still have Lex Luthor. You still have boring Superman for an hour and a half. Boring Superman, <laughs> indeed. He was so bad. That's not the point we're trying to make, though. The point is, DC's in big, big trouble. If if Affleck can't get things going with his own Batman movie, which he will, or he, he will, he might. Well, but and then I they guess... still have Zack Snyder doing the Justice League movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, unless he learned his lesson from hey dude, <laughs> like Diamond in the Rough over I here. Guess. Man. I mean, the trailer for Justice League looked at least halfway decent. Yeah, better than Batman v Superman. I still like. I I like that they're going to have some comic relief in one character being the flash, but I didn't like his comic relief. Right. I don't have friends. Like, come on, dude, it's 2016. They have apps for that. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. But like, seriously, they're in trouble. Yeah. I mean, the solo Batman movie might be fine because Affleck, it sounds like he's pretty much in charge of it. Right. That's been, and Batman was the only enjoyable character. Well, that's been DC for a long time though. Like, Oh, everything sucks, but really don't have anything. Oh, Batman movie comes out. That's pretty good. (laughs) It used to be everything, including Batman sucked. Cause we got the, uh, Clooney. Yes. Clooney and, and, uh, Kilmer. Yep, Val Kilmer. Whoa. The whoa. neon Batman. Whoa. Yeah, I mean, hey. Clooney dude. was the best Batman. <laughs> uh, this is going to be Brent's last yep. show with us. <laughs> I was, that was a joke. Oh, he yeah. The best Batman. Oh, yeah. And we hope Adam West was. Debatable. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness, this got off track in all sorts of ways. Yeah, but so, uh, to round up your movie news, Suicide Squad sucks. Yeah. Well. Is there anything else in movie news? Pre- presumably sucks. According to critics. Yeah. But are we critics? I mean, I we know. criticize. None things. of us have seen it, so we can't really say. <laughs> but I'm True not going to spend my money to see it in theaters. I still will. I Only will on not. five dollar Tuesday or Thursday. Only times. Okay. Um, well, I work on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I'm not a student, so yeah. I don't get five dollars. And just don't bother calling me. Okay, I won't. Okay. <laughs> you guys suck. <laughs> if you All go right. late on Tuesday. 
Because uh, usually I work pretty late on Tuesdays. I was going to go like, why are we planning this I now? Know. I don't know. <laughs> Goodness. We're the only ones who listen, right. so it's just a reminder. <laughs> right. If you I guys want to go to the movies listens. with us, send us an email. Yeah, let us- <laughs> yeah there you go. Win a, win a date with the... Uh, the nothing but real review guys except only you or mike because everybody else is married true that uh they so are is wow. there anything else Dang. in movie news other than suicide squad sucks i don't think so not not that i not yeah. that i've heard the rumblings of but we're not here to break news really it's been an awful year so far <laughs> terrible 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 yeah you say that but you don't mean it i say it and i mean it <laughs> It's been terrible. Yeah, it's not been great. That's for sure. So let's let's move on though. Some some happier news. Yeah, speaking of terrible, wait. He said happier oh, news, oh. and then and speaking then, of terrible. Yeah. Whoa! <laughs> I thought That's, we were getting into lock stock. And oh, we ones. are. Oh, okay. Yeah, but speaking somebody, of terrible, somebody wants to just uh, just jump the gun there, jump the smoking barrel. <laughs> Oh boy! Yeah. Okay. Mm. Lock, Stock, and mm. Two Smoking Barrels. It's a film from 1998. It's a rated R comedy crime hour, 45 minute long film. Did I say that well enough? Yeah. Awesome. Except you said comedy. It's that's it's, it's not that. Uh, IMDb dude. Nope. I said comedy crime. Just crime. All right. Whatever. Convoluted. Are you sure you didn't mean convoluted? 76 percent certified <laughs> fresh from critics on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, 6.8 uh, was their rating. 93% of the audience liked it, giving it an 8.0. So, the synopsis plot. A botched card game in London triggers four friends, thugs, weed growers, hard gangsters, loan sharks, and debt collectors to collide with each other in a series of unexpected events, all for the sake of weed, cash, and two antique shotguns. It's written and directed by Guy Ritchie. It's got uh, a lot of... I, I don't want to say like big names because it has Statham, but it, it was really Statham's first film. And he wasn't yeah. the lead. I think this might have been his first movie actually, and he he there was like four main guys, and he was one of the four main ones, but he wasn't like the main one right. of the four. He wasn't Ed. Um, but there's uh, uh, that's not to say that they don't have a lot of notable noticeable faces in it. Like even well, like a lot of it's a British movie, so I mean obviously. Right. Maybe if you're into a lot more British stuff, you know a lot more of these people better. Right. Because but, I mean, even so, like, uh, the Hatchet Harry was like, I was like, oh, I know that guy. Couldn't tell you what he's in, but I've seen his face around. And Vinny Jones as Vinny Big Jones. Chris. He's, he's in Oh, yeah, Earth. for sure. Yeah. Was he, he's in uh, Gone in 60 Seconds? I don't know. I've never mm, seen that movie. I don't know. What? It's Nicolas Cage. Yeah, Nick Cage is awesome. Besides the point. Uh, so... Let's let's get into it. Uh, first initial thoughts. Aaron hated it. How many times have you seen this? This is the second time I've seen it, and I was hoping never to have to see it a second time. Why? I just don't like it. It's not good. It seems like super crappy quality filming. It does. It's like like basement camera filming. With like the brightest lights and the darkest it, shadows. And like it changes from one scene looks good, and then the next scene looks awful terrible and the edges are blurry and it was just, it just looks like trashy quality well, first it was of all a real low budget movie because i might be wrong but in 98 guy Ritchie really wasn't anything i don't yeah, think i mean it was, it was less than uh, a million pounds which i mean that's like uh, one and a half million dollars roughly well okay still yeah no I mean, no no, no i told just, I, you can't not fault it for looking like garbage 
Then, I mean, on top of that, I just don't like Guy Ritchie's dialogue style. It's it's kind of like a lesser brand of of Quentin Tarantino, where it's just kind of these uh, quick-hitting, off-kilter remarks trying to be funny. Like this, this just shotgun dialogue, line after line after line after line, and these people... I don't know. I just don't like his dialogue style. And it seemed like there, there's just too much going on to, to keep track of. There was a lot, and it jumped around a lot. That's well, for that's, sure. And it that's all seemed, Guy everything thing, that yeah. happened all seemed so coincidental. Like it all fell into place the exact way it needed to for everything to work out well for these guys. You know, we keep bringing that up. How well did it work out for them, though? Like spoiler alert, they lost. They yeah, they could have ended up in prison. It could have ended a lot worse, uh, but they lost a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, but I mean, it's not like everything worked out for them. They still lost a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, due to the stupidity and and incompetence of everybody else, apparently in that area, they got away with nothing, no loss, no gain either. Though I'm they like, lost their money and. They did not house. lose their money. They lost their money that they were stupid enough to gamble with some guy that was known for cheating. True. I mean... I think that's besides the point. It really isn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean... it. Okay, so what were your initial thoughts? My initial thoughts were, like... It, it, it was kind of, like, very, like, quick-hitting... Uh, a dialogue, you know, and some of it worked, some of it was god awful and seemed forced and cheesy. The the cameras like grew on me over time, like the shots. Like at first, I was like, "Oh, I hope it's not entirely like, time like this," and it is. But it, it I didn't notice it. Like it just kind of like I got used to it, and so it, it didn't bug me as much as I thought it would. Um, the story is a little fantastical, like just over the top but I don't think it's it's not a movie that's supposed to be taken seriously because it's like it's yeah but a, that's the thing it's not even enjoyable for like a zany adventure type of thing because it's not very fun well I mean I don't it's I don't see this is I was just kind of like along for the ride dude they were like getting the car and I was like where are we going I don't know where are we going? let's go whatever there's there's uh what, what did they call the cop Traffic, traffic, traffic warden. warden. There's a traffic yeah. warden back here. Who apparently is the only form of authority anywhere in this world because well, they just have these cops. giant shootouts. No cops show up. Ever. 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 Not like afterwards. <laughs> no. well, and they just walk into their apartment. Uh, I mean, this has to be... Time has passed since people are laying there dead and shooting each other with shotguns. The one mm. woman shoots off whatever the heck it was, some type of automatic rifle. Oh God! Nobody ever says yeah. anything. Nobody nope. shows up. No, it, it no is, authority presence. It is kind of dumb that the cops never show up, but this part of England's like Compton. No, I mean, but it's still, a bad part of they England. St- like <laughs> they still show up in Compton, though. Yeah, like you know after I mean? it's all done. Well, that's fine, but still, you get what I'm saying. Like they're just not. Yeah, no, I know. It is. It was. Up. It was dumb for them to not have like any cops ever show up because that could have added to the movie and like with the camera work and stuff like that like it could be annoying but I think he did it was was on purpose because of where they're from it was supposed to look crappy because it was a crappy part that that leave it it's supposed to be gritty I don't buy it no it just looked like poor quality dude like you can get poor quality though but this was obviously on purpose because what it almost seemed like it was like a flashback because like 
the 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 iris was open way too much and like some people's like faces were bright white like you can't get any whiter than this it, it had to be on purpose like uh, if someone doesn't know how to work a camera that much and they're getting paid a million dollars to make this film well and then you can see the every time it went into slow motion there was an obvious drop in quality of those it got right. super super terrible and yes a lot of the shots i didn't care for because they were at these weird crazy angles that were I don't know like when uh, like the the quote shootout when the guys are in the cage and they're upstairs shooting down through to them and there's one scene where the uh, camera's just on the ground and there's a doorway on the right and a doorway on the left and you just see it's there for like 10 minutes you just see people walk into a doorway on the right and then people walk into the doorway on the left and it's nothing happens yeah it's just an odd angle yeah, um, but to that, I raise you. He he filmed going so he could edit between scenes very very well. Like when he they went from inside of the oven or the at the very beginning of the movie, the microwave oven or whatever the heck it was, and then the dude like went pitch black, and then the guy pulled the lid off the yeah the boiling pot. Yeah, like it it, it worked very well, and then he did that throughout the movie. And that was just one that was like, oh, dang, because he did it like three in a row. I mean, I know he's talented. I didn't not like the Sherlock Holmes movies, and there were some shots in there that were very good. But this movie I just did not enjoy very much. Okay. Like from a from a comedy standpoint, I didn't get much out of it as far as laughing at anything. From mm-hmm. a drama standpoint, I was just kind of more annoyed at everything that was going on than... I, I there was not a point where I could get comfortable and just be along for the ride like you were. Okay. Uh, quick break. John's here. All right. So John's here. Hi. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. He just showed up late because forgot lost track of time. Yeah. Pretty much. I just whatever. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. So let's. Would summarize what he missed um Stuff. i didn't like this movie it looked like some crappy two dollar movie that we could make uh didn't like a lot of the angles didn't like the story because it seemed too coincidental and that sums it up i don't know there were some effects in there that i don't think you could afford <laughs> okay well so. like i said i know he does good things because he does some of the similar like slow motion shots you've seen him do in Sherlock Holmes and he does certain things that you could tell he was working on at that time and for took sure. into his later work. I just didn't care for this movie very much. Okay. What what were your initial thoughts on the film? Didn't like it. Okay, why? I don't know, just didn't like it. Didn't I didn't find it that interesting. Uh the British accents started were just really off putting. Um By the way, I was Somebody who said that it's really thick. Accents. I did. There were only about two parts in the film though where I was like, I, I, can, I don't know. What well, saying. no, because they were talking so fast. You can you un- can understand what they're saying, but you miss some of the little. Like I said, he does the kind of Quentin Tarantino quick talk where they're just firing a million miles an hour, and you yeah. miss some things that who knows could have been little funny one liners thrown in there, but you they, miss them. There, there are some points, I guess. That you, it is hard to understand them, and and uh, 
Guy Ritchie's like second or third movie, Snatch. Oh, they actually that's worse. The, well, he, <laughs> I hear that's better. Brad no, no, Pitt movie maybe, but like oh. Brad, Brad Pitt. Just Brad Pitt's character in that movie basically is his response to people saying they can't understand Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Because Brad Pitt's just totally, you don't understand anything he's saying. Garbled. He does it on purpose. Really? Yeah, he's just... <laughs> I did, 10 minutes into this movie, stop it, start from the beginning with subtitles. Did you really? Yeah. Oh, goodness. I watch everything with subtitles now. Well, <laughs> that's that seems like a waste of a movie because it feels like I'm reading. Well, I prefer to read books. Well, why is he on a movie podcast with us? I'm just kidding. Uh, reasons. Okay. Okay, so cinematography, I think it was well done. Brent? Well, like I was about? saying, I think like it was crappy looking, but I think it right. was on purpose because they were in a crappy part of town. And mm-hmm. obviously they didn't have a lot of money, so they were like, all right, let's just well, I'm not do it the best like we the can with this. The set designs were crappy looking. I'm saying it no, looked no. like cheap film and just grainy, crappy image. And but then I, half the time the edges were like that fisheye camera from uh, from that, t- what is that Tom Hanks movie? Bridge of Spies where just the rounded edges, the corners are blurry. Well, that's but that's how just, spies see everything. Apparently. Yeah, they have, <laughs> they have uh, fly eyes. I don't know. It just looked, Fish eyes. It looked low budget, and it and it threw me off. I liked it. I mean, that, that was very very late 90s style cinematography, yeah. in my opinion. <laughs> well, it was late 90s. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's very, like, this movie has Guy Ritchie all over it. I mean, it was his first major movie, if I'm Correct, so. but I mean, so I think you can he called this a major movie. Well, it was his first big movie. This movie is actually pretty popular. I had never heard of this movie until last week. Yeah, well, it I was heard of it. I, I think it was it. Guy Ritchie's first movie that he directed, and I'm pretty sure it was Jason Statham's first movie that he was in. I'm just not a big fan of his. I was gonna say, <laughs> speaking of which, a big downfall of this movie was Jason Statham. Why? Go on. I just don't like Jason Statham. <laughs> He didn't like do Jason much Statham. in this film. Exactly. He did one backflip. I was expecting at least 12. Well, this was before Jason Statham was action star. He was just guy trying to get into movies. Well, yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get that, but like, I'm sure he's still, because he, he knows martial arts, correct? Yeah. I'm sure he still knew mar- some sort of martial arts. Yeah, but this movie might. didn't really call for his character to beat people up. In they what? weren't those people. That's why that he didn't need to utilize, or he wasn't utilized correctly. What's In up? Hollywood, they pay people per backflip. That's what it is. They just couldn't oh. afford it. Yep. And per punch. Wait, thrown. he did yeah, a backflip in this movie? Yeah, when they got drunk. Oh yeah. Yeah, you know. <laughs> or maybe it was a front flip. I don't. It doesn't matter. He flipped at least once. Okay, so let's just go over this again. Um. Because we touched on it a little bit, but John wasn't here. It's fine. Just story, keep going. Story was fantastical, I said. Aaron hated it. I, I was along I just for the thought ride. it relied too much on coincidence. There were so many characters that were just idiotic. Well, yeah. And incompetent and couldn't do anything right, which apparently leads to everything falling into place perfectly. Yeah. Oh, okay. That, that's just kind of like the genre, in my opinion. I've seen a couple yeah, of Yeah, I just don't like, like it. Okay. Yeah, you don't gotta like it, but you just gotta respect it. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I really don't. It's just, it just seems you don't have to like, you, like me, like but you, you will respect yourself. me. Exactly. When you, when you write yourself into a corner, and you have to come up with some dumb idea for something to continue the story. Welcome yeah, like to TV tele- teleporters. Yeah, like like crappy TV series. You're right. I wouldn't say crappy. 
I did. I, I know you did. <laughs> anyway, 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 anyway. So acting then, guys. I say Statham wasn't used correctly because well, he wasn't. Well, he wasn't an action star at this point. So I know, I mean, but that well, doesn't. And, and doesn't, you got to remember, this wasn't an action movie. I, kind of. They didn't I mean, need Statham. I mean, they well, could have no, used like, anyone else there. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't. Besides Statham and Vinnie Jones. Yeah. And there's a couple other people that I've seen in some stuff, but like the four main guys, like um, I forget his name, but they call him like he's skinny, but they keep calling him fat. The uh, the kind of one that messes everything up most of the time. Uh, the guy that was in the, the Tom Tom is that his Tom. name? Oh, Tom. They called him fat. Yeah, they kept calling. It, you missed that. That was like a whole running joke throughout the entire movie that never got funny. There was a lot of stuff that was throughout this movie that never got funny. Yeah, well, well, anyways, what I was saying, like him, (laughs) I've seen him in a few things, but besides Vinnie Jones and Jason Statham, I can't really say I know names of the other people that were in this movie. So, like acting wise, oh, I thought you were about to flick something. (laughs) So, like acting (laughs) wise, I don't really know if anything was really special. No, no, no. It was fine. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. There's like, yeah, you know, insert British actor here, and I think it probably would have been the same unless i don't know dude unless they Patrick get stewart well that's what i'm saying unless they get like you know <laughs> surrey mckellen some yeah Patrick somebody Shirt, like Bale, huge like yeah, that yeah. tom hardy well tom hardy probably would have been interchangeable is in he one british of these. yeah isn't he yeah okay i thought who am i thinking that's australian chris Mel gibson no a uh, huge jack man is he he's, yeah he's australian okay. i didn't know oh, that jeez I mean, I knew he was, like, not... Yeah. I, th- I knew he was foreign. I didn't know he was Australian. Mm. Yeah. I thought he was Austrian. Austrian. Yeah. You thought he was He's Arnold. Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. That was terrible. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Apparently, Mike can't do any good impressions. No. Except for Ben. No. <laughs> I'll pass today. <laughs> okay. So, what what else do you guys want to say about the film? What did you guys think of the humor? I, I already talked about it, that there was no yeah. humor. Mike there. said comedy crime. I said convoluted crime. It was very, <laughs> very convoluted. It was just very dry humor. I just yeah. didn't find it funny. There were some parts where I, I kind of chuckled a bit. Um, yeah. There was one part that kind of, it wasn't even apparent, but I laughed because at the very beginning when we're meeting, uh, I can't remember half their name. I think Nick the Greek, they called him, something yeah. like that. He was trying to buy a stereo system oh, or something. Yeah. And he's like, well, what do I get with it? And he's like, you can have this little phone. It's this little red phone booth phone. Yeah. And then later, like an hour and a half later, he gets a phone call and he pulls out this red phone to answer it. So they don't say anything about it. They don't point to it. But that's one little bit of humor that I chuckled at. But they didn't do enough of that. They did A like lot of their humor sm- tried to be... Like dialogue? <laughs> well, yeah, like that, that rapid-fire dialogue. And then I don't know where else the humor was supposed to be. I just didn't see any. Well, I think the some of the characters weren't were like just almost caricatures. Like, what do you think a weed person would be like? Let's just make that a character. Well, you know yeah, I mean? and then like Hatchet Harry, basically. That's just, right. That's almost like the whole character was just one big joke yeah. with the porn right. industry. Exactly. And, uh, yeah. So I think like that's where you're supposed to like he, like like let's laugh at them. He built he beat a guy to death with a giant black. You know. Was Hatchet <laughs> Harry the Baptist? No, that was John. The I always forget their Baptist? names. Harry the Hatchet. Barry the Baptist. Oh, Hatchet was like the yeah, bad guy the... that he owed the money to, who yeah. cheated in the card game. Yeah, yeah. 
God, it's so... <clears throat> there, there, that, that's one thing I had with this movie. There was way too many characters. There were. There really were. Even, but, even for your normal heist crime movie, because you kind of expect a lot of interweaving stories and characters, but this just kept adding right. them. Ocean's Eleven has, I don't know how many characters, at least. Eleven? At least eleven. Probably. <laughs> You're probably <Yeah>. right. <laughs> I'm going to go with that. Okay. Um, but... They still did it so you could understand what was going on. This was like, hey, let's hop for three minutes to these two guys looking for their guns, and then let's hop for five minutes to the other four main characters doing this, and then let's hop back. And it just kept hopping, and you were like, so what's going on? And I I think the last fourth of the movie, it really started making sense because you can see where the timelines were and how it was going and moving. So I will give them credit for saving it, but there was a good while where I was like, Holy buckets, what's going on? I think this movie would make a lot more sense if we watched it multiple times. I just don't feel motivated to watch it more than once, though. I will probably agree. Where once was probably enough to, for like me watching. Probably. Pro- probably. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I think there's you can you always stand to gain something from watching a film a second time. Ah, um, uh, always. <laughs> well, yeah. Sharknado. <clears throat> Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, I haven't seen it once, but Practical I mean, Magic you'd watch again? Oh. oh. I I would. I would to gain a better review to put it down even more. Oh, okay. <laughs> I would watch it so I could like take meticulous notes to be like, "Oh god, do they do this?" No. Do they bring that back up later in the movie? No. You know what I mean? Like I would tear it to shreds and gain more bad knowledge about it. You know, I just got to bring something up. He brought up Sharknado. I, you remember that twister we had just earlier this week? Yeah. I heard a joke for that because it was oh on Lake Manoa. Carpnado. Oh, jeez. Oh. <laughs> Carpnado. That's clever, though. It Props to that clever, guy. Actually. <laughs> that guy's a genius. We should have him on the show. <laughs> we should. Carpnado guy, if you're out there, send us an email at lethargicmedia at gmail.com. <laughs> Oh my god! That's like the fourth time we've plugged it. I think it might be just become a running joke that I just plug it at most. The worst times. Yeah. Try to come up with some crazy right, like transition. ways to, <laughs> ways to tie it in. Great way to kill the momentum and tie it in. Yes. Yes. Okay, so you, what's up? We're talking about a story. Just trying to get back on track. <laughs> I didn't like almost any of it because. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. So I think this film would be better if it. Was better, better, yeah. Because <laughs> just I have a problem with how they got into the situation in the first place. Because what? What do you mean? I don't know. Like, how did he? I'm not a card player, but that just seemed like the worst possible way to play. That is like, hey, I'm up big, and let's just keep betting and betting and betting blindly until we're down fifty thousand dollars or whatever it was. Five hundred thousand. Five hundred thousand pounds. Pounds. Quid. Yeah. British. Uh, I quid so was like censors. I thought it was too, but they kept saying it. Anyway, go on. Then they just kept adding coincidence on top of coincidence. Like, oh, hey, our next door neighbor is about to go rob a, a right. three dumb weed dealers who have all this money stacked up and kept in their house. And it just seemed like from point A to point B, everything was just written to happen perfectly to get Very to true. the ending. Well, that's exactly the way it was written. That's the only way that story would have made sense. <laughs> yeah. I know, but and that's I it have was, a problem. It was with written it. the way it was written. I mean, yeah. yeah. God, we are <laughs> analyzing the heck out of this right like, now. Yeah. 
Like, totally. Uh, yeah. I've seen this movie a couple times because I, I like Statham. I know I'm probably the only one here who likes Statham. But, I don't mind him. But, like, I noticed that the only copy of this movie I've ever seen is this DVD here, and it's the director's cut. So I'm wondering how different this is than, like, yes. the theatrical version. Someone well, maybe work. the director did the original cuts. My, they were on a tight budget. What is going on? I don't My uh, guy I work with, my, my buddy at work, Matt, was like, yeah, there's two cuts, so make sure you know which ones you're watching. And I didn't even think about it. Well, the one I watched was two hours long. Hour and 47 minutes. Ugh. So I got 13 extra minutes of crap. I hear the other one's better, so you got the better version. <laughs> okay. Do you say so? <laughs> yeah. Look at us being prepared for this. I don't yeah. remember which one I watched. Mm. This is like the Judge Dredd thing. Some of us got Taco Bell, yep. some yep. got Pizza Hut. <laughs> yeah. God. Well, that's... No, that's, that's not Judge Dredd. That was Demolition, Dredd. Man, Demolition Man. I was like, yeah. wait a minute. Yeah, Demolition Man. That's funny as heck. I was going to say, I don't think we did Dredd. Yeah, yeah. No, we did Demolition Man. We should totally do Dredd, though. The new one? Hey, the if new you would good. like it to requ- <laughs> request Judge Dredd... Son- <laughs> no, I'm not going to do it. What was that email, though? Because I might send one. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> uh, what else do you guys want to say about the film? I mean, oh, is, yeah, is lethargicmedia there- at gmail.com. I'm going to kill it. I don't know. I, is there I more can't say anything positive, so I'm going to let you yeah, guys try yeah, to continue. If you don't have anything nice to say, yep. <laughs> keep your mouth, keep well, your mouth to thing- yourself. <laughs> I'll be keep back for the next review. <laughs> No, and like I don't disagree with the stuff Aaron's saying. Yeah, the story, Absolutely. the story was all you know. Hey, it just lined up perfectly for him. Obviously, is that me? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Anyway, it it lined Go up away. perfectly. <laughs> um. So, oh, what was I saying? Okay. So it lined up perfectly, obviously, and yeah, the the actual filming of it wasn't that great, but I don't know. I still liked the movie like it's not my favorite movie it's not even like in my top five of favorite statham movies For but sure. i still enjoyed watching it yeah i mean to me as an actor statham is expendable <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh I hate my you. god really i couldn't resist oh i know you couldn't not only is it funny it's so true <laughs> I mean, exactly. it is. It, it might be accurate, sort of, in context. Anyway, no, no, it works. It. I mean, no, it totally yeah. does. Anyway, um, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't think it's a movie you have to like think about when you're watching. Like, it, uh, you don't have to analyze it. Like, it I think felt it, very Pineapple Expressy. Yes, good way to put it. I can see that. Less funny. A lot yeah. less. La- a lot less. Like funny. a Pineapple Express with action stars instead of comedy actors. An action star who wasn't an action star yet. I, <laughs> you get the point I'm trying to make, though. Like I saw, okay, it's not a good point. I saw Bad Moms. Oh, why? I got like is that the one with uh, Millie Kunis? Yes. And I, like I got drugged there, and then my friends were like, "Hey, come and you know," and I was like, "All right, whatever, I'll go." Better or worse than Practical Magic? Better, better. Thank God, because <laughs> it actually had some. It was very, very dirty, but. It was like, I was thinking, this is a, a, a comedy, but none of the main actresses are like comedy superstars, and they're like not that funny. Well, one of them was a... Like, yeah, yeah. like, and it, I just don't like her humor, because it was just like, 90% of the jokes were just penis jokes. And like, yeah, I get it. You're trying so to get... it was like bridesmaids. Yes. Okay. 
but I still didn't like Bridesmaids that much. Like gems inside of each of these movies, but if they had better, ca- you get what I'm trying to say. I'm <laughs> no, trying to connect this. I don't to, know what you're oh, saying. So what you're saying is apparently somebody finds that funny. So maybe somebody found humor in this movie. Yes. Sure. Doubt it. Whatever. <laughs> I'm sure someone did. Oh yeah. Uh, maybe I, there might be humor that I just completely missed. All right. So let, let's. Uh, anything else you guys want to say, or do you guys just want to rate it? Because I think we're just going to keep bashing it. And yeah, rate it. <laughs> okay. So, I'll go first. Yeah. Okay. No, okay. that was a question, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give it a six and a half. Ooh, that's generous. That's generous. For what I was thinking. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. I'm a, I'm a nice guy. I, I mean, I, I liked it, and I thought it was a, a fun, almost adventure movie. And I, I giggle at some parts, but it was mostly stupid. <laughs> it did seem very coincidental. Yeah. But I didn't really care. Uh, I thought the greediness and the camera shots worked. The The story I liked overall because it, it was kind of unique in a way. At the time, maybe. I well, I mean. I don't even know. but Yeah. But, you know, it, it, it tied a lot of loose ends. It ended well for me. So that's, that's six and a half. What did we rate Practical Magic? Do you remember? Jesus. Like a one and a half? I just couldn't remember. <laughs> Are you going to go Practical Magic level? Uh, I might. 2.63. Uh, three, a one, a three, and a three and a half. Jeez. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe not that low. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> a jeez. I thought, I thought oh, we were sitting around the you know four level. Okay. Well, well what are you going to give it? Or do you want to wait a little well, bit? Well, if Practical Magic's at what? 2.75 I'll give it two practical magics two practical magics so like five and a half five yeah. <laughs> I was like wait yeah <laughs> alright wait so five and a half it's an exercise in math for all you yeah. out there okay good I just I didn't find it fun or entertaining I I actually find it kind of annoying okay I mean it had potential but more annoying than anything alright fair enough and like I said I'd agree with what Aaron was saying and things like that but I did find the movie at least enjoyable and I think I'm with Mike and I'm going to give this movie a six and a half dope no yeah, we're no, doing dope, dope we gave much higher I did at least you know I will say one thing though there were a couple jokes in there that were pretty chuckle worthy like when uh they're at the Samoan bar and Statham gets a what's it a cocktail? Oh, he said, "Bring me a refreshing drink." Yeah. So then he brings some. Yeah. Well, I just I just love what he says. He goes, "You know, I, you hadn't asked for a jungle. You could fall in love with an orangutan in there." <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. I, I, I yeah, that was one of the giggle worthy parts. Yeah. Anyways, go on. Yeah. Or <laughs> they, was, they kind of go in full circle with the guy. They just like walked past him when he's on fire, and they was just like, huh. And yeah. then they, like, brought that back. I thought that was pretty funny. I think almost the thing that I liked about this movie the most was just it was four guys that are friends, and, like, you... I think in the movie, you they have well enough chemistry that you can tell, hey, maybe these guys were friends in real life. Like, mm-hmm. I almost... Like, obviously, us as a group, we would never get into a situation like this. You don't know that. Well, yeah. You are getting kind of crazy these days. Yerp. But I feel like... I can almost look at these guys and I see us. I see us, you know, the friends sitting around, you know, just doing stupid stuff. Because we're the three best friends so that s- anybody could have because we're the three. There's four of us here. Which one's not in that list? I, I'm a brother. I don't care. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, no. We're still the three best friends because there's Doug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, go ahead. I did not like this movie. 
I didn't find it funny, didn't find it entertaining, didn't like the story, didn't like how it was shot. I gave this movie a four. Oof-da. I, I Oof-da. watched it once before this. I hoped to never have to see it again. I still didn't like it this time. I just don't like this movie. Weren't you the one that likes Smoke and Aces, though, too? No. Okay. No, I said that's a pretty... What did what? How did you sum it up, Mike? Stupidly awesome. Stupidly <laughs> yeah. awesome. Stupidly awesome. Have you seen Smoking Aces? That is a pretty stupidly and awesome movie. It, actually, I did yeah. think that this director, this writer director, actually reminds me of uh, Joe Carnahan, where it's kind of yeah. just this insane, over the top, all these characters and interweaving stories that come together at the end. So, this is interesting thought here. By the way, the overall score is 5.63 from us here yeah. at Nothing But Real Reviews and more for Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. But back to a lot of characters and interweaving story and comedy, Seven Psychopaths. But that was funny. Yeah, it's Seven, <laughs> well, Seven Psychopaths, it is a and similar style, I guess. Care about. But Seven right. Psychopaths was a much better movie than this, and I actually liked like Stock and Two Smoking Barrels. So. No, no, absolutely. And so what I'm thinking is, I don't, I didn't have an emotional attachment to like any of the characters in this movie, but you did because you learned the backstory in Seven Psychopaths. It, oh yeah, two, Seven yeah, Psychopaths. Yeah, not, for I mean, not, sure. not in this one. In in Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, you don't care about any of the characters at all. When you said that, Aaron's face, man, you yeah, could see like the rage come it's over. You he was about to, say to you, shoot that. You down. had a connection no, with no, these no, no, characters no, no. in this movie, but they, it did. I was at, I was an hour in hoping that it ended with them dying, even though I already knew how it ended. I was like, God, I hope this director's there, cut has them all dying. There is, like, th- there is parts of the movie, obviously, that don't make sense, but one of the ones where I even looked at it, I was like, why the hell did that just happen? When he throws the guns over the bridge and they get stuck there, why did he take his phone out and put it in his mouth? So it wouldn't fall out. It was in his pocket, though. It wouldn't have fell out. But, no, he was reaching down his... his torso was facing the way it was the least efficient way to get over that edge oh he absolutely <laughs> absolutely like... <laughs> i'm not saying he what he did was right but he had logic he had logic on it on uh, his side okay so i have a question then like i said you apparently didn't watch the director's cut i don't think so because the director's cut is the only version i've seen does it end the same way does it just freeze and you don't see if he gets yes. them or not okay yes yes i was just Which... wondering about that I mean, we never brought up the two shotguns because I knew there was going to be something to these shotguns and they were antique. And I just, like, I thought it was like they tried to make it a surprise, but everybody was just kind of like, no, I don't think it was supposed to be a surprise. Like, they didn't know what they had, but Hatchet Harry wanted them and they robbed the one dude to get them. It was a plot device. Yeah. So they, like, gave it to uh, Nick the Greek somehow. He bought them off the guys and then sold it to them. They just nicked the Greek. The guys who stole it nicked the Greek, and then the four main guys didn't realize that they were antique shotguns worth all that money. True that. Okay. And what movie is it that they say, it's a sawn-off shotgun? Because <laughs> I thought that was going to be this one, because no. they asked for a sawn-off shotgun. No, no, that's killing them softly, or kill them softly with Brad Pitt. That's right. When they're about ready to rob the card game. That's right, that's right. I had such high hopes for that movie, too. Yeah, it wasn't as bad as this one. That's true. That's true. Man, angry. So what's next 
week. We don't know yet. What? Because Matthew McNeil has not sent a group text. Uh, so more elevator music. Enjoy this elevator music. That elevator music is super refreshing. It yeah, really, I like it. Yeah. yeah, it's upbeat, nice. Yeah, whatever. It's like jingly. Anyway, uh, the movie for next week. Uh, it's gonna be kind of weird to do, because it's a mystery science theater three thousand, space mutiny. So we're we're reviewing a movie that people are making fun of. Yeah. So this is this will be interesting. So do we review the movie or do we review them? I think we do both. We it's, review it as a whole. Yeah, as a whole. So that that's gonna be interesting. Um, I can we find the space mutiny? Like space mutiny is from nineteen eighty eight. <laughs> 2.0? On IMDb. Holy buckets. A pilot is the only hope to stop the mutiny of a spacecraft by Help its se- security crew who plot to sell the crew of the ship into slavery. Okay. Uh, written and directed by or r- directed by David oh Winters and Neil Sunstrom. My goodness. What's up? One of the actors' name is literally Johnny Law. Uh, you don't know Johnny Law? John Philip Law. Is John, that's fantastic. He was big in the uh, D movie, space D- movies D- of yeah. the 80s. Uh, Johnny Law. It's a rated R film, hour 30 minutes long. I hope that they have the budget on here. They don't. Total bummer. There's like a, a novel of a user review. I looked up... <laughs> I looked up Johnny Law on IMDb, and there's two hits. I don't know which one it is. Oh, goodness. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, we're going to be doing Mystery Science Theater 3000 Space Mutiny next week, which th- be sure to listen to that episode because I'm sure that'll be interesting, to say the least. So thank you for uh, requesting this movie, whoever it was. It is available on YouTube, YouTube. Yeah, which That's is probably odd. the only way you'll find it. Yes. Oh, you shouldn't have said that. Now they're going to take it down. We're not going to be able to watch it. Oh, well. Oh, shucks. Gee darn it. (laughs) Um, So, but no, thank you for requesting this movie. Uh, They sent this uh, request into lethargicmedia at gmail.com. Lethargic is indeed spelled like the word lethargic. Uh, However, you can also request films by hitting us up on Facebook at facebook.com slash nothing but real reviews and more or on Twitter at nothing real. And real is spelled like a movie real. However, if you want to listen to our episodes, hit us up on iTunes and Podbean. Do I sound like a radio announcer? No, you sound like, <laughs> like, a, like a desperate cheesy... guy pitching his podcast. <laughs> That's right, like a cheesy like salesman? Yep. Awesome. Uh, Podbean uh, and iTunes as well as on the Google Play Store. We are also on podcasts.com. Get a hold of us. We'd love to get a hold of you. Ooh, weird. A little bit. End I'm cool with it. <laughs> End the show. Tell your friend. Hey guys! Oh, big gulps, huh? Alright. Well, see you later. Good day, sir! You're a Sir, I said good day! Yeah. See ya. Hasta la vista, baby. This has been the Nothing But Real Reviews and More podcast. A special thanks to Jordan Binder.
linger, man. Yeah, totally. Linger. Hardcore.